Welcome to this episode of Ask the Guitar Coach, the only podcast where you get answers to all your guitar-related questions. If you're interested in developing your guitar skills and reaching your music goals, please send me an email at the email address ioannis at ioannis.org. That is I-O-A-N-N-I-S at I-O-A-N-N-I-S.org so that I can let you know about all the different packages of Elite Guitar Coaching and how you can get private coaching by me. Without further ado, let's go to our question for the day. The top five technique mistakes of self-taught electric guitarists. So today we're going to have a very useful video. And this is going to be the top five mistakes that um, self-taught electric guitarists make when it comes to their technique. Some of the mistakes are really, really beginner mistakes. And I don't mean it in a derogatory uh, way. I mean that it is something that should have been handled probably during the first month of guitar lessons. But for some reason, the student never got uh, in front of that information. So it, he never learned it. So it became a bad habit. However, these are the five most important things that keep people back. They're not letting them develop um, as far as their technique is concerned, okay? I'm clarifying that this has to do with technique. So, having said that, let's get started. The first problem is with the left hand. The left hand, for self-taught guitar players, several times they support the neck with the left hand. How can you see if you support the neck? It's very, very easy. If you're playing something, just take your hand off. If the guitar moves, especially if it falls a little bit down, then you're supporting the guitar with your hand and you should not be doing that. So the first thing to do is to stop supporting the neck. How do you support most of the times? With the first finger right here. If it's keeping a constant contact with the neck, that means you're supporting the neck. Now, exceptions. If you're playing a bend, if you're bending a note, then it's very likely that your contact that you are touching with the bottom part of the guitar neck with your first finger that's okay but i'm not referring to bends i'm referring to regular playing so when you're playing let me turn this on if you're playing something the the first finger should not be touching the bottom of the neck it should be straight and let's move to mistake number two. Now, mistake number two has to do with hand position again. However, it doesn't have to do with thumb positioning or if you're supporting the neck, but with the fingers, instead of being straight, being crooked and playing like that. There are several reasons why this is wrong, but I'm going to concentrate on one of those now. And this is that each finger will have to move a different distance to play at the same speed, which means if I'm playing this phrase and my hand is like that, I cannot even do this like that. This finger doesn't move at all. This moves a little bit and this moves a lot more. And if I was using my fourth finger as well, it would have to move even more because my hand is in a crooked position. However, once I put my hand straight, every finger has to use to move the same distance, which means 
that the speed can be much higher because there is no finger that has to move a larger distance which would keep the rest of them back as far as speed is concerned. So, to make a long story short, because this, this would be the subject not just of another video but of another series of videos, you have to have your hand straight. And is this the case with all playing? All playing except when you're bending. When you're bending, we have a different case. But for the vast majority of playing, especially not involving bending, you should keep your hand straight here on the guitar when you're playing and choosing notes. And let's move on to the next one. Mistake number three has to do with thumb position. And there are two mistakes in thumb positioning. One has to do with keeping the thumb on top of the neck, which is something we don't want. It puts the, the fingers in a very compromising position, but also something that happens to slightly more advanced players is that they do have the thumb properly behind the neck, but they keep it stationary. They don't move it up and down. Let me illustrate. First of all, the thumb should not be on top. The thumb should be right behind the fingers. This is how the thumb should be behind the fingers. Look, it just slides down and it's right here. You're choosing the notes, you're playing the notes and the thumb is behind them. Here's an interesting thing. If you're playing the sixth string and you go to the fifth string and then you go to the fourth string, the, the thumb moves alongside with the rest of the finger. It moves down with the rest of the hand. This gives you a consistent playing position. It doesn't shift all the time. And also, if you keep the hand, the thumb pinned here, as you go down, look at my shoulder, it will tend to creep up right here. It will, it will go up because that's the only way I can reach lower my hand and reach the higher strings. So what do you do? You don't need to do anything as you go from the sixth string to fifth, fourth, third, the hand moves together. It doesn't stay pinned here, okay? Instead of thinking about it, the thumb should not be pinned on the neck, it should be moving on rails. So it's moving up and down with the rest of the hand. And let's move to the next one. Okay, the next one is one of the most complicated things for most people and has to do with muting. And it's something that sounds very easy in the beginning. Oh yeah, I just need to make sure like no weird note sound. But basically what you need to do is to make sure that only the notes that you want to sound to sound. And if you have six guitar strings and you only want one note to sound, that means you need to be muting, actively muting five strings. Let me illustrate with an extreme example, okay? I'm gonna play something with a lot of noise and then just by properly muting, there's gonna be much less noise. Obviously, this makes absolutely no sense, but the same thing with muting. With muting and without. Now, Obviously, this is a demo. My, my technique is not gonna let this um, really bad sound happen even without muting from the right hand. But even with atrociously bad technique, like what I'm gonna do right now, doing the same thing, if you mute properly, 
still sounds okay. It's not perfect, but it sounds perfectly passable. So muting is a very important thing and it's something that's definitely worth spending some time on. And let's move to the next one, number five. Number five is vibrato. Vibrato is a very important part of a player's arsenal and of a player's identity. I've said several times that if you teach a player just how to mute properly and how to bend and do his vibrato properly, immediately without changing anything else in his playing, he will sound much more professional. We have videos on vibrato technique, so I'm not going to go into too much over it. Just keep in mind, very, very briefly, that you need to have consistent speed when it comes to vibrato, and this speed does not fluctuate as the time goes by. So if you start your vibrato, the speed of the vibration stays the same until you decide to stop it. Here's what you should not do. Start with a, with a lower speed and then try to speed it up while the note is dying. So, you don't want to do that. Immediately you see how it sounds very much, very amateurish, while a wider vibrato that stays constant in its vibration is much, much more uh, pleasant to the ear and more professional. So there you have it, the top five mistakes that self-taught guitarists make. Now, I will add a little bonus here, but it's not six, it's five plus a little bonus, and this has to do with the pick. A very usual problem of self-taught guitar players is that they put the pick, they use a lot of pick attack. So basically, they stick the pick very deep inside the strings. And Here's the problem, problem with that. It's not wrong, it is not, it's just not meant to be all the time. So, you're supposed to hit very strongly and put the pick very much inside the strings to create a specific effect. For example, to create a harmonic or to um, manipulate your dynamics. But your regular playing should be at the top of the pick, at the tip right here. So many players, will play with a technique that doesn't just use the pick, the top of the pick, the tip right here, they, it will use the whole pick and it's not the most optimum way because the pick gets stuck between the strings and then you cannot play your fast, your alternate picking and you get all frustrated and so on and so forth. Plus it creates more noise and all, all these kind of different things. So basically to make a long story short, you need to play at with the tip of your pick. Here's how you can test that. Turning on the guitar now, turning on the sound. Now, if you're playing on top of your pickup, your pick should never be touching the pickup. So I'll play one note. Over the neck pickup and over this bridge. Whenever I play, the pick never touches the pickup. If when you're playing over a pickup, your pick touches this pickup, that means you're using a lot more of the pick that you need to, and this will have will hold back your speed. So there you have it. The top five usual mistakes 
plus one little bonus mistake that self-taught guitarists make. I hope this was helpful and it's going to help you develop your technique even further. Maybe you found yourself in some of those examples. I'm sure several will have found their playing in all of those examples. And uh, for those of you, the video, this video is going to be very helpful if you go over and over it again and see the little things that you might have missed the first time around. So I will see you on the next episode of Ask the Guitar Coach and make sure you keep sending me your questions and I'll make sure to answer them in one of the future videos. Bye-bye.